everybody. Welcome to episode 31 of Two Left Thumbs, a console gaming podcast. I'm Static Oz, joined here as usual by my good friend Dawn of the Den and Deaf Puppies. Dudes, what's going on? Hi. Hi. So we, we missed a week. Things didn't we, happen. We, we did miss a week. There was, well, yeah, we didn't even, was, and, we, um, and we were ruthless about it too. We didn't even put anything out. We didn't let anybody know. No. Surprise, we missed a we week. Had, we had some... We had some some schedule clashes and a lack of news, and we was like, yeah, it's yeah. Nah, seriously. The week before was one boring ass week in gaming. It would have been like us just hanging out, picking our nose, and yeah, you would have I mean, they could have been into that. You know, there's there's something yeah. for everyone. Yeah, I would have stormed. Yeah, we could have missed out on key demographic. Yeah, <laughs> we could have shared some kale recipes with you guys and all the rest. You Step know, one: wanted. take kale. Step two, put Kale in bin. So we we, we really did you a favour by not mm-hmm. doing yep. a podcast last week. So no, I guess you're welcome. Vote. You're welcome. Yeah, it was a two to one vote. I went down screaming, but I was outvoted. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. All right. So what have right, we, so we been up to anyway for the last two weeks? The last two weeks. Um, I I have been doing the same thing, <laughs> which is very close to nothing. Actually, very, very close to nothing. A lot I of believe work. that you spent the last four to five weeks crafting your announcement. Crafting my announcement? You reckon yes. it took me that long to type it? Oh man, it was <laughs> it was huge. It was a good one. Huge. It was a good one. <laughs> um, it was a big one. It was, yeah, it was a solid oh, text wall there. Yeah. I even shed a tear halfway through and everything. Oh, did you? It was good. All yeah. right, I hit the right chords. I and had that's feelings. Good. That's good. So, for yeah. anybody that doesn't know what the hell we're talking about, I am moving back to. Which, after a year on Mixer, um, and taking a little bit of time off, um, going back to Twitch, I don't know, it just it feels more like home to me. Um, sort of been over there on and off a little bit, just visiting old friends that, that I've made over there. And I, it's, there's just something that I can't quite put my finger on, but there's just something there that Mixer is not sort of not giving me. So I'm going home. Um, going yeah, back but, to the purple, purple yeah, passion. Going back to the purple. Um, yeah, apart from that, I've been trying to get into more Forza Motorsport Seven, and it's um, it's been difficult because I'm very bad at it. <laughs> I'm very slow. I don't I, I don't know what's going on, but um, so I seem to be a lot slower than than everybody you else. Checked your rig to make sure your accelerator can go all the way down. That's the, the, I'm going to have to go and sort of recalibrate everything I think because I'm sure like I'm honestly I'm losing 7 seconds per lap most of the time. So it's, that's a, it's, that's it's, a it's, it's extremely significant. If it was 2 seconds I'd be worried. You know what I mean? Like and mm. I, and I'd that's just, a skill just be just be, yeah, just be assuming that there's a skill gap there but 7 seconds there's something something going. So, yeah. Gonna have to go and have check you everything. Tried turning it off, then on again. How many times? <laughs> IT one hundred and one. Yeah, IT one hundred and one. But that's that's about it. Work's been flogging me as as per usual, and uh, does or for the next ten days, have some time off. Oh, nice, nice. But, um, yeah, that's about so, what I've been up yeah, to. Rebooting your stream within that time. I will be next Monday. It's going to be my first one back on Twitch. Put that in your calendar, people. Yep. Can't even tell you the date. It's 
after. It's like the 22nd. It'll be the 22nd. 22nd. second. be the 22nd. I guess 22nd of April. I'm smart. 2019. Yay. If you're listening to us... Well into the future. Uh, hi. Welcome to the past. Um, yeah, that, that's what we... So, ben, what have you been up to, mate? Me, me. Well, I've been playing Sekiro. Um, I started playing Path of Exile and have been lovingly regretting it ever since. Um, lovingly I... regretting it. Yes. Mm, there's um, a story here. Yes, yes, yes. The game people. is absolutely wonderful. It's a free game. Yeah. Um, it's a Diablo 3 clone. Anyone who's listened to us at any period of time within two episodes would realize I love Diablo. Um, this game is bit. like a little bit going back to Diablo 2 and making it 10 times better. Um, so, yeah, Diablo 3 was always a little bit light with stuff. So. There's my little bird in the background. Yeah, we're all losing our shit right now at that bird. Yeah, <laughs> my curly is just going off in the background. Um, yeah, so yeah, Path of Exile, it's, uh, I've been posting shit for the last week or two weeks anyway, of all the skill trees and this and that. There's so much inside this game. It's wonderful. It's a game you'd love static because there's so many, so much detail and so much to build into because I know, you know, you'd like really dig that stuff with RPGs. Yeah, I've, I've actually... The, here comes a sad admission. I've been playing a um, a mobile game that ha- that is very RPG heavy, and it, it's I've, it's been drawing me in. So you might not be as far off the mark as you think. Ooh, converting you slowly, very yeah, very slowly. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Mobile games are the gateway. Yeah. The gateway, yeah, the gateway games. That's what that's what starts yeah. it all. Yeah. So I don't want to talk about Path of Exile for the next forty five minutes and why it's so good. But so, just know that he could. Yeah, I, I, actually may, I may do a minicast. They do a minicast. I, yeah. I may do bring back the minicast on Pub yeah, Excel versus Diablo. Yeah. Um, yeah, the pros, the cons, and everything else like that. But yeah, I've been, I have sunk so much time in this game. It has sucked me away from Sekiro, Destiny, and everything else I've wanted to do in the last week, two weeks. Um, seriously, I'm thinking about this shit. I've dreamt about this game. So yeah, it's got to talk to me. And um, nice. lastly, a little bit of Destiny. Um, the usual sort of Gambit Prime stuff I do with the guys on, on a Monday night. So um, been loving that. Got my uh, full Notorious Invader set up and running and having some fun with that. Um, apart from that, that's about me. Mm-hmm. How are you, awesome. puppies? Um, uh, a bit. I've I've been giving up on more things that I've been starting, to be honest. Uh, I gave up on Vampire. Um, I tried to re like play some more of it and the combat just doesn't change and it got really dull really quick. So I think I'm about I'm about two thirds of the way through the game and like it, it, it just gets to this point where it's it becomes super mundane and to upgrade any skills or gear like properly um, and to really advance you have to um you've got to um go around and talk to NPCs and then like talk to them, get to know them, and then you can mesmerize them and then drink their blood and kill them. And that gives you a heap of XP. Or you can grind it out killing enemies, which is a like I said, the combat system makes things a kind of a pain in the ass. So um, I've heard that about and the, and, that the, and the conversation the conversations are just kind of all the same and really dull. Mm-hmm. And there's like five or six trees per NPC and there's I've I've I've, I've like every NPC like just someone walking in the town you can have a conversation tree with 
and it's just really daunting and kind of dull. So I just kind of went, no, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, I have heard that about that game. Um, yeah, the idea the, was that one of the down, one of the downsides of it was even traversing through from different areas. It's kind of soul spawn in the respect that all the enemies keep respawning. So yeah, the, if you've just got to keep like, doing go that. from here to there, um, every single time you got to do that, you've got to kind of fight. It's a it's a the trash mobs every time. Fight just to walk yeah. from one area to the next. Yeah, and yeah, the fights aren't short. They're not like just going through and just clearing trash mobs. Hack and slash, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing with that is. Yeah, they, I was about to say, they yeah. scale with your level. So every time you, like, you go back and level, yeah, I can just breeze through these guys and they're two levels above you again. You're just like, well, fuck. Yeah. So it just got to a point where it just got really... Grindy. Like, it wasn't... It was really grindy and just not worth the grind either. Um, the story was halfway interesting, but like I said, it wasn't worth all that grind to, yeah. um, to go through. Um, the other one I gave up on this last week was um, Deus Ex, uh, Mankind Divided. I, I tried. I again got about halfway through. I, I usually like if I'm giving up on a game, I usually try and give it a good slog. But um, I got to a point where I did a mission, and because I did one thing the wrong way, it screwed up the entire mission for me, and I couldn't go back on a save to fix it, um, which was a pain in the ass because I had to go rob this bank, and I went to the bank first, and then because I'd done that, an alarm had gone off. And it blocked me from getting into the next part that I need to get into. Yeah. So I mean, it was it all right. It was it was it was very it was kind of like a Splinter Cell esque kind of game. Yeah. Um, that is one thing within that game because it it's open without being open. Mm. That sometimes if you just wander off the path and just do some random shit, it does affect future really missions. Mess you up. Yeah. yeah. And it, it just it made it like. Just a real pain in the ass. Yeah. So I was like, no. Nah. Well, but at I least your save them. didn't corrupt like mine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, as I said, um, I love those games. Love those games, but yeah, my my save corrupted after about three hours of gameplay, and it's like, uh, so not worth it. It was okay, but you're basically a B grade robotic Batman at that point. <laughs> and by by Batman, I don't mean all the good parts. I mean the the the, the dreary lack of personality. <laughs> everything's dark and scary and like not the fun parts of Batman at all so um, so two out of three of us have tried that game and bailed on it yep that's a, that's a, that's a good review that's a good review <laughs> <laughs> we give it what we give it um what two out of two 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 giving up thumbs out of three there you go. two, two, two giving scoring up. system yeah in its defense, I played the previous game and absolutely loved it. Um, mm. As I said, I only just got shitty because my my save corrupted. Yeah, I just I, I got I got stuck on this mission because I'd done the wrong way around and I'd spent like an hour trying to fix it. And I was like, you know mm. what? I was longer than that. I was like, I'm almost two hours. I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm yeah, but that, that kind of comes down to basic game design. They shouldn't have those things inside well, the it was. I had to find... Screw screw I think the, the initial thing was I had to find like some kind of secret tunnel and... Yeah. To find it, I needed to get a key card, which was in the bank. And then going into the bank triggered all the alarms, and it meant that I couldn't get the key card. So I was like, just, uh, screw it, I'm done. Um, I did play some Payday 2, though. That was fun. Um, it's not groundbreaking or 
totally spectacular, but it was a bit of fun, you know. I was just playing... It's a multiplayer game, but you can play it single, and it puts you with um, AI friendlies and stuff. It's it's pretty and safe to assume that most of the games you're you're drawing out, um, like Vampire, Heyday, Deus Ex, they're all Game Pass, yeah? You'll be talking yeah, about they're all Game Pass, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Payday was fun. I can see it being okay with your friends. It got, got kind of repetitive with the mission, the way the missions are structured. Like, so go here, rob the bank, defect the thing. But it was still, it was still fun. How it got a kind of CSGO kind of feel to the gunplay. Um, I played one mission that was particularly messed up and you're hallucinating in a prison and there's like giant guys holding snipers out in his hand to shoot you. It was kind of bizarre. But I had fun with it for, for a couple of hours and um, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I also noticed you playing Prey. Yeah, I've I've started Prey. That game. Oh my god. I I like the game. I like the game. But it is bugging. And it hurts me. So, what happened? I I still have it here. I I still have it here. You still have it here. Still in the plastic. Again, this is is another one on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, I've seen any game still in the plastic. I, you, you go through, you solve like these, like you've got to kind of find the thing to enter the next area, um, manage your weapons and um, craft them and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm just trying, I'm trying to think what it's like. I can't remember what it reminds me of. Dishonored. Yes, dis- very much like Dishonored, but, that's it. Yeah, but right. so I played the demo for this game and mm. I've played the Dishonored games, love the Dishonored games. So I yeah. play the demo, and straight away it's like, yep, same engine, same feel. But you know what I hated? Those what? sheer little wannabe face-eater enemies. Oh, they're, they're fine, man. Let's beat them with a wrench. Yeah, but you know the ones that when you get a lot of them happening and then switch them around everywhere, the way that the mechanics work, because the game doesn't have a lock-on mechanic, or mm, does it? You're supposed to shoot them with a goop gun, that's why. Yeah, well, yeah, at the still. time, I played the demo, so pretty much wake up from your first day of work, yeah, sort of, yeah. whatever it is. And as I said, yeah, what I found the most frustrating thing while I was playing the demo was trying to hit those stupid little wannabe face huggers because mm. there's no lock-on mechanic. So you just can't lock and your camera moves to follow it and you just swat it. You've got to keep moving to try and find these things. With um, Dishonored, that was fine because most enemies were human. Yeah, the, the smaller enemies are so don't hit. Big and slow. There wasn't. But very you do. Big. Um, there was after after the stage with the demo, you unlock like actual guns and stuff, which makes yeah. things a lot easier to deal yeah. with them. Um, so yeah, the that, biggest problem I had. <laughs> yeah. The biggest problem I had is I got to a point um, in the game, and I was supposed to pick a key card off a body to move on to the next area. Uh, I got to the body. The key card wasn't there, mm-hmm. so I spent. I got 45 minutes searching around. Maybe there's a way around. Maybe there's another way I can do this. And this was this key card was the only way you could progress. I looked it up, and so I ended up having to go back to a... Luckily, I had a save from about two hours ago. So I had to go back and replay that two hours. Because I, I, I did the replay off stream, because I didn't want to put stream through that again. Um, and got the key card and moved on. Um, that was that was a huge pain in my ass. But aside from that, I'm enjoying the game. It's it's, yeah. it's been fun. Um, some of the some of the way it saves you, like with the saves, can be a bit janky. Like you get locked in an elevator, in an elevator with an enemy with no ammo, no ammo. Wow, words are really good today. 
and um, it was like, oh, yeah, hey, yeah. you're just gonna, you're just gonna keep you're gonna keep spawning in exactly when this enemy spawns in, and there's nothing you can do about it. So you're gonna try and like panic yeah. and run away really, really fast. <laughs> but um, loved, aside from aside from being fairly yeah. challenging. Yeah, I love the premise. Um, you know, it was good. like that whole setting and everything was just brilliant. Mm. Oh, the setting's um, fantastic. I don't want to yeah. like even talking about much of the setting kind of spoils the story, so I won't mm. go into it too much. But it's no. it's a good game. I'm I'm enjoying it. It's had I've had some issues with it, but I am I am enjoying it, which is nice, mm. especially after a week of not enjoying games. <laughs> Anything's it's good. good. <laughs> it's good to have something. I'm like, yeah, I actually want to complete this. So. Yeah. That's a win. Nice. Sweet. All right, what are we looking at as far as freebies go? All right, so over on PSN, there's Conan Exiles. Um, The game is a couple of gigs. It's still dicey for me. It's Um, a big boy. Yes, I have to go do a whole heap of digital shuffling, I think, to fit that one one in. Um, I'll just just, just cover off on that because everything froze up for just a second there. So I'm assuming my recording threw it up. It was 78 gigs. That's a lot of gigs. That's a lot of gigs. You said this is a free game, game, right? This is the one you're talking about, yeah. yeah. That's a big game, man. That's a lot of free gigs. A lot of free gigs. Um, Sorry, mate. Continue. Yeah, we just froze up really bad there. Yeah. No, sorry. Internet. Internet still hate me for not wishing it happy birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, the game's 78 gigs, I think, to be exact, somewhere around that mark. So it's a big, big girl. Um, I'll have to do some shuffling to try and fit in, but I do know that within our clan, our Destiny clan, there's a whole bunch of guys playing it, loving it. Um, a couple of guys have set up servers and been having a bit of fun with it. So, um, it sounds like, yeah, it might be something I'll put on my radar. Um, as I said, I'll have to go, have to go through a merry condo, my hard drives. Um, to get that one in. And uh, the other one is The Surge, which I actually jumped into the other night and I completed the first level and made sure I got out quick um, because I could feel it. Um, so the game itself, it, what it, it basically you turn up for work um, and everybody should probably watch the tra- um, play the, the intro to the game just to watch the bit where the poor dude's like, bolted into his harness it's graphic and scary um so you rock up to work you you turn up in a wheelchair and um you rock up and you get yourself bolted into an exosuit um you wake up on the ground a couple of hours later and everything's gone berserk and you pretty much just you pick up a pipe a uh, piece of pipe off the ground start beating mad robots and all that so to sum it up it's a um, Soulsborne type games. It's it, it, it that's the kind of feel it wants to produce. Uh, combat is a little bit different. You get to select your target on the body. So if you walk up to a, an, an enemy, um, you select where you want to hit them. Compared to a traditional game, where you just go up and just hit them. So similar um, to kind of like a um, the dead space. A, oh, dead space. Or yeah, yeah. Not yeah. I'd say more like dead, yeah. No, no, more like dead space. space. Yeah. Because, um, w- because where you target, you also get the option to be actual dismember that part of the body later on in combat. And yeah. depending bit what bits you pick, it allows you to collect certain materials and stuff for upgrading later. 
So if the dude got a big chainsaw arm and you go, oh, I wouldn't mind that as a weapon. Um, so what you make sure is you make sure you, chain, um, you target that arm and after a couple of them, you have a chance of that weapon actually dropping and you can equip it. Um, and amongst other things, it has upgrade mats and other things. So um, typical RPG fair in that regard, there's lots of currencies and materials for building and improving yourself as you go. Um, but it's a very fun premise. Um, like the like the Dark Souls games that it, it buys a lot of um, stuff from. If you go back and um, save or upgrade yourself, you allow um, all the enemies respawn. So if you've got to go through and you've got to clear the whole stage again, um, that sort of thing. But combat yeah. isn't as brutal. Um, it's a lot more forgiving. Uh, the enemies have very big tells. I only played the first stage um, of this, but the enemies have very big tells. So, uh, especially after playing Sekiro, it's not that bad. Combat's nice and fluid. I liked the extra bits where you could target and shred bits off the bodies, do do fatality moves and whatnot. So, um, yeah, definitely worth a look for people if you are after that challenge, but not that steep challenge like what you have inside Sekiro or a Soulsborne game. I reckon Surge could be the one. So I might half enjoy it. I actually reckon you would. Um, cool. com- the, the combat is nowhere near as brutal. I haven't fought a boss yet to know what the boss fights feel like. If yep. it's like that, you know, like inside Bloodborne example, where you kind of run into the, the first boss, the tutorial boss, and it's just a wall until you learn all the game's mechanics. Um, I'm not sure of that yet. I said I got it out before I kind of got hooked and addicted into it because I've already got about four of those on the go. <laughs> got to cycle those addictions, Dan. Yeah, yes. You got to you got to manage them. Yeah. All right. Okay, so um, over to sales on PSN, um, and you do have to excuse me. They did just shuffle these again today, so uh, I'm winging it. So first off, we Dan, have... Um, you okay? I know, man. I know. The paper, of, the paper <laughs> of truth is not spoken. I know. It's it's let me down. He's, he's looking at it tentatively for those who are listening. Yes. Just, like... Just in case it's mutated to the correct <laughs> format for me. All right. So first off, oh dear. Screw you, Chrome. And we have Tom Clancy's Division 2 for uh, $70. Which is a $30 knockdown on PSN. FIFA 19 which means it's old news and you want to be out in about two months, but it's been knocked down to 40 bucks. <laughs> uh, Battlefield 5 is down to $48. Red Dead 2, $64. Spooderman, the digital deluxe edition, is down to $64. What is that? What is What, what comes in that, DNA? Um, I have no idea because uh, I'm guessing I'll, I'll look a into bunch that. of useless skins. That's usually what comes with the yeah. digital deluxe editions in my world. I was hoping it includes some DLC. In saying that, they've just um, the Spider-Man games have just had DLC too, so I could include that. Yeah, I think there's uh, like three yeah. now. They're, I don't think it's that. I think there's like three or four DLC now. Yeah, I, it yeah. doesn't. it's not the DLC bundle. Um, yeah, right. Okay. Okay, right it's right. the digital deluxe, so that usually is your, your, just your day one. If you pre-order, you get a bunch of extra shit that's useless. Uh, yeah. um, but it's still cheaper than the if you buy the normal version of it on digital, which is ninety nine dollars. So yeah. for sixty five dollars, you get a bunch of useless skins. You want to buy it normally and get no useless skins. It's ninety nine. So <laughs> uh, get some useless shit and rock it. All right, got a war. Uh, it's just had its first birthday. 
for $55. And also, while I'm there, this game also has an avatar pack and a free wallpaper out there for those people who want to go hunt it down. I've got, I've got to ask, did you just find that today? or? Yes. Oh, I heard okay. about it. I just haven't had a chance to go in and dig it, dig it out. So basically, go search the game out inside your PSN, uh, inside the PSS store and just scroll down. You'll eventually yeah. find it. You get a free wall, dynamic theme and avatar pack. Um, they've released it free as part of the first birthday of the game. Um, and what a game. I'm almost tempted to do a replay. Yeah, I could. Actually, I'll still yeah. go hunt the Valkyries. So. Yeah, I've got... Yeah, I've got a few of them. I've only killed three or four of them. Okay, so we have Black Ops 4 is down to 50 bucks. Um, still expensive for a BR game. Uh, Rainbow it's Six. Not just a BR game. I mean, there's, 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 also there's, like, there's like 12 <laughs> other modes in there, but that's fine, including yeah. zombies. Just a <laughs> BR game, though. <laughs> well, that's what they were selling it on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, still yeah. fifty bucks is. I, I picked it up at that price. Um, yeah, launch, it's so. hundred bucks normally. So if, yeah, fifty dollars not yeah. bad. If you're chasing, you're chasing a quad fix, go for it. Um, we got Rainbow Six Siege Deluxe Edition. No idea what that contains. So that's down to eighteen bucks, down from fifty. Uh, Far Cry New Dawn is down to forty-one. Fallout seventy-six is forty-seven ninety-five, but I've seen that cheaper at Big W, way cheaper. And you should also not be paying that much for that game either. So. No, 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 no. Uh, Far Cry 5 is down to $25. That's a steal. Pretty... Go buy yeah, that game right it's now. It's a good price for that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metro Exodus is down to $75. Uh, AC Odyssey is down to $49. Uh, what else have we got here? I think a lot of the stuff we covered on two weeks ago. Old games, old news. Let's make sure... I think that's about it. Gran Turismo is down. Gran Turismo Sports down to about twenty bucks, and AC Origins is down to thirty six. And I think that's about it. I really want to give Gran Turismo another go. Yeah, it's from everything everything I've seen and heard, it's come back with a vengeance. It, and I just don't know if I could be if I could be asked trying to get everything set up for a PlayStation as well. Yeah, well. I jumped in, I tried it towards the back end of last year, and it feels like what we've had in Grand Turismo games before. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, oh, it's back. Instead yeah. of what we, were, what we were handed at release, which was like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. And what is this? Um, yeah, it feels like a proper um, Grand Turismo game now. Nice. All right, so that's it for Sony. Get on over to Xbox. Pops, what do you got, mate? Alright, so a um, few things to note with Xbox this week, actually. Um, they've made a few announcements. Um, one, uh, Game Pass and Xbox Live can now be bundled. Um, so you can get that for... I think AU is fifteen ninety five a month. So for fifteen ninety a month, you get um, yeah, Xbox Live and you get your Game Pass. I think it normally... I think it saves you like $6 instead of having to buy the two separately, which is yep. nice. Um, and also you can pick it up this month uh, for a dollar for either of them. So I think one dollar gets you three months three months of Xbox Live and uh, another dollar gets you one month of Game Pass. I think wow. that's for the next couple of weeks. So they're really they're really, really pushing that service and it's a really good time to get in. Um, especially with that bundle there. It's really cool um, to see that bundle though. They've not they've not done that before. Yeah they, they um, were I think we we spoke about it being rumoured um, a couple of weeks ago, mm. maybe. 
But um, yeah, so it's a thing. I think that's really good um, because if you have live, you may as well have Game Pass because there's a lot that's there. Right. Like I said, I've been I've been playing a lot of Game Pass games, and sure, some of them I haven't enjoyed, but a lot of them I have as well. well I've, I've had Game there. Pass as long as I can as long as I can remember owning the Xbox. I pretty much just went and bought it straight away because you know there's always going to yeah, be games I'm going to want to play. I've probably only played three of them, but. I just I don't know. I see the value in having it there. So I mean, having a bundle, yeah, especially is, with you know, um the first party titles coming out on launch yeah, as well, like Gears yeah. and the new Halo and stuff. It's really really good. Yeah. Um, but that's 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 my that's my my shill speech for Xbox this week. Um, <laughs> so if you're looking for Xbox Live Gold or Game Pass, they're really good deals right now, and you should definitely take advantage of them. Now on to games with gold. Um, not a lot's changed here. We've got Outcast, Second Contact, and the Technomancer, and Ghost Recon Two, Advanced Warfighter. Um, Technomancer is Xbox One X enhanced. Outcast, Second Contact is as well. Uh, they're both um, old 360 games. I think they've been remastered, and um, Ghost Recon Two is an older 360 game as well. As for um for deals this week, uh, we have Portal Knights for five. Uh, there was a few more there, but I just kind of picked the the, the slightly better ones because yeah, they normally like they normally huge... roll out like a like a large amount of deals, but some yeah, of them some of them are kind of interesting yeah. mentioning, and I know there's some next week that are going to be really good too. So I'm excited for those. But um, Portal Knights is fourteen dollars. We have Asterix and Obelix X. Uh, XXL2 for $39. Um, I didn't even know this game existed. Um, for Did those you ever who don't, read this the is, books? I used to love the books and the comic oh, strips in the, in, in the newspapers, man. Yeah, they're my bread and yeah. butter as a kid. I love them. Yeah, so this is like a... This kind of reminds me of the gameplay because I, I watched some... kind of reminds me of Spyro. Um, it's like a 3D adventure. Yeah game but there's like two characters you obviously can control asterisk and obelix um going through worlds and getting through puzzles and stuff like that uh we have railway empire which is a railway building sim so very similar to your um theme park sim kind of deals uh it's 40 dollars uh we're speaking of sims we have dan's favorite farming simulator 17 at 14 bucks wow it's a bargain but it's bargain. two years old that's okay though, fourteen dollars, man. It's got it's got it's got the classics in there, you know. I yeah, think there's a deal. The track is three years old well. now. Track is three years old. Who cares? You know, who wants to be driving? The lease is moving so fast. The lease up on those bad boys. <laughs> uh, we also have Slender: The Arrival, which is two bucks. It's that Slenderman game. You walk around and get spooked by a tall, creepy dude. Um, Raging Justice. Um, <laughs> I watched. <laughs> This, so this is like an old arcade action game mixed with like a fighting game and it is funny as hell and one of the taglines now I, I spelt this wrong in the thing I just realised that fight me but it was its tagline is was with lawn mowers so you'd like go around and mow people so I kind of I kind of read that as lawn meows and I'm sitting there going like, I can't wait I can't wait to see or hear what the hell's going on with this just, but it looks yeah, it super campy and super crazy and just stupid fun. And for nine bucks, it's probably worth picking up if you're interested in it. Um, we have uh, Fearful Symmetry and the Cursed Prince is four dollars. This is a, a, a puzzle game. I mean, you and, type as um, good as you word at the moment. I know. I'm fantastic. <laughs> I've had, look, I'm on twelve days straight. 
I have one day off. I'm sleeping. (laughs) Um, So it's a it's a puzzle game. You control two characters on with the move them simultaneously with one stick. So you've got to try and figure out both puzzles moving two characters. There's like thirty of those. Um, So if you if you if you like those like kind of puzzle games, the, the um. The, the the art style is quite nice as well. It's kind of this pseudo pixely kind of one. It looks really good. Um, and then we have Grip Digital Deluxe Edition for thirty two bucks, which is like an arcadey kind of racer game. Um, bit of fun. And that's pretty all about it. Like I said, there's a few others there, but they weren't really worth mentioning after going through them. Well, that's it's a good thing because the news and update section is fucking massive this oh, week so it's, it's probably it's meaty. probably good that we try and get right into that um yeah it, there's a lot there's a lot of cover this this one may run a little long all so, right sit down grab yourself a drink ladies and gentlemen enjoy so first yeah. cab off the rank sony have finally released the ability to change your profile name yay welcome to 2005 yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah. about time. I have to yeah. change mine now. Yes. Is, is the first one <laughs> you change free? Yes. yes. So it works oh, okay. exactly Because I have Microsoft. one there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's exactly like Microsoft. First one's free, then after that, um, I'm not sure this follows the Microsoft pattern, but it's about $13.45. Yeah, that's I about think, the same. Like so box yes, think carefully every time you want to change your name because it could get expensive after a while. Um, I think the way that... Sony originally built their database made this troublesome. Yeah, and there's um, still some issues with it too. Yeah, um, yeah. So people it's not, reporting losses of losses of achievements yeah. and stuff. Like so that. any game, I think it's from April last year. Any game from April last year forward is fine, but any game from April backwards may experience trouble with things that are account based. So such things as um, trophies, DLC content, etc. So anything that's pinned to your account, uh, you may experience trouble with it. Yep. Um, I'm guessing that what one of the things that um, what database structure, what Sony did was, and I'm not a database specialist, but from my primitive knowledge, is that they used your account or your username as one of the, the key um, key defining elements within the database. And if you're in that sort of side of the, the column of the database, it makes it very hard to pull that out. Um, but anyway, we finally got it. Hallelujah. I'm a very happy kid. I've updated mine now. So, so you're, you're already no scope king. Yep, triple X. Yep. Triple X, no scope king, 1080, whatever. Um, lots of vexes. <laughs> lots I'm, of excited, I'm, I'm excited to see the stream rebrand. Yes. Are you, are you starting to play Fortnite the as The internet's well? not big enough to... F- oh, no. We've frozen right out. I missed yes. it all. I'm back. You're back. Yeah. Your audio is fine. It's just a video, I think. No, audio, I, I lost everything. Yeah. Audio, so, video. basically, oh. finally, I've updated it. It now fits in with the rest of all my social media and streaming names. So, thank goodness. All right, so while we're talking about Sony, they've um, put out some news this week about their upcoming upcoming next-gen console. Yeah, wording good. We're all wording very good. 
it's a, catching it's a the thing meat disease. Welcome. So um, while they haven't released an official name for it, um, it will be dubbed the PS5 because that's what every single <laughs> that's what we've done all the way along. Um, and obviously, it's getting the upgrades all the way through it. They're wanting this. They're wanting that. They're talking about 8K graphics. Um, let's hope we can get above 30 frames a second, please. I don't care about 8K graphics. I'd rather I'm have... I'm looking at uh, solid-state hard drive as well. Yes, that was um, one of their big things. So one of the demos they did was with Spider-Man, where um, when you fast travel, um, static, I know this, when you get on the subway, um, it's a 15 to 30 second kind of experience. They put a nice little graphic in there and put a little bit of funnies in there to try and take the time away, but it's about a 15 30 to 30 second experience. Um, with their new hardware, it drops it down to a 0.8 second experience. Um, so what they're talking about is inside the games where they've got to load new screens, new areas, etc., where um, it speeds that whole process up immensely. Um, so that's one of the things. The other one is um, they're pushing is audio. They're looking for that to really try and create that really 3D audio experience. Um, similar to if you've ever played Senua's Sacrifice, um, yep. that kind of thing, trying to bring that into games as well. Um, apart from that, yeah, they're kind of sketchy. They haven't released... Um, I, they blurb some stuff about what the processor was and blah blah blah. Um, technically, I don't really really care about that. I just want to know how it makes me enjoy games better. Um, I'm not obsessed with gigaflops, teraflops, and other bits and pieces inside our consoles. I want to know how does it you, make the games play better. How it... you can't wait to experience 8K, Dan? You're not excited about 8K? Um, yeah, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I don't think anybody's. Yeah, if I don't care if I can no. see the hair. Most people aren't experiencing 4K. Um, well, that's pretty much it. No, 4K has really struggled to get off the ground, to be honest. Um, probably in PC gaming world, it's probably a little bit more widely accepted. Um, yeah, console, it's like a yeah. few games do it, and it's at best checkerboard for the most part. There's no real yeah. true 4K. But even in, even in the TV world, it hasn't... Um, hasn't like been the only reason why it's been widely accepted as far as it is because the TV manufacturers just make all their TVs 4K. Um, yeah, I, I don't know about in other countries, but inside Australia, there's very limited services that offer 4K. Um, the streaming services, there's some some shows that come through at 4K, um, but at the end of the day, our, our internet infrastructure doesn't support it that nicely anyway. Um, yeah, no, it's trash. It's not something that people are hungry for. It's been something that's probably more pushed um, by manufacturers and tech developers, to be honest. Um, I'd rather see games running at 60 frames a second or higher before I start seeing higher resolution, to be honest. Yep. Um, yeah, I think, I think we might see that with this. I mean, if we yeah. don't see that with this well, generation, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be pretty upset Yeah. yeah, um, yeah without yeah. with 60, 60 frames per second being standard. Um, yeah. Because I mean, we've been stuck on thirties, and like we've had games that can do sixty. Yeah, and the, you know, it's, it's 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 about time. You know, the, they kind of at least tried to keep up with the PC market a little bit. Yeah, I'd rather see a bit of a stalemate in the resolution department, and we sit at the ten eighty to four K sort of area, depending on what yeah. device you got sitting on your desk. 
but I'd rather see uh, an, imp- an increase in the frame rates, uh, make the games play smoother. Yep. So, yep, that's about all they've released. Um, yeah, the dev kits have been out in the wild now for just under two years, so people have had time. They're building games. Uh, tentative release dates next year sometime. They haven't really flagged that yet. Um, so, yeah, I, I dare say it'll be end of twenty twenty sometime. Yeah, it'll be really? just in time for the Christmas rush, no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> so everybody can get one. Santa can bring everybody one in twenty twenty. All right. So um, another thing that was um, Jedi Fallen Order was officially teased this week, and the best thing, all the tweets and all the stuff, it's single player, no microtransaction. And we didn't get to see gameplay, but what the video we saw looked pretty damn good. We saw, and, I mean, it's been done by Respawn. We saw War Running. We yes. know it's going to be there. Yeah. Because they love their War Running. Yep. Except the Me too. Me too. But it's melee only. There's no gunplay in the game. Your character never uses a gun. It's pure melee. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be melee and power. Obviously, because you're a Jedi. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to see some gun, uh, some gameplay of the game. Um, what we saw inside the the cinematic trailer looked good. The story, yeah, it's not groundbreaking, but it looks good. Um, but these sort of games, I'm not looking for something that's going to move me and you know make you me just, ponder the mysteries of the universe. Story. I, I, I jump into an adventure. Game yeah. I jump yeah. into an adventure game to have fun. You know, do awesome shit. And that sort of stuff. I'm not from this sort of game. I'm not looking to ponder the mysteries of the universe. So, um, yeah, I'm not looking for like a Last of Us or anything like that. I'm, I just want to jump in there, be immersed, have an absolute blast, and get out. So so far, looking good, and all the boxes have been ticked. Um, even though EA are publishing it, and they they are renowned for all the things against what I just said. <laughs> I am it's, I am one hundred percent positive they can fuck this up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm like it's it's really interesting. Yeah, like yeah, you know, no microtransactions, no no loot boxes, mm. none of this stuff. And like and now they want to pat in the back for it when it's them that started this whole shenanigan <laughs> of microtransactions yeah. and bullshit in the first yeah. place. So, yeah, look at us, we're being the good guys. Yeah, yeah, if, you if guys it yeah, started this. If it wasn't for their if own it wasn't bullshit, for you, none of this. Oh, it wouldn't even this, be a statement. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's kind of sad that we're at that state where we, we praise a developer for saying there's no microtransactions well, or loot boxes. Especially from it's, this publisher, it yeah. is enormous. How many single player story driven campaign kind of games do we get from EA it's true yeah no it's unheard of so uh, I'm waiting I'm waiting to see it I'm looking forward to it Respawn we know what Respawn can do they're brilliant Titanfall 2 Apex they're great guys Um, so I'm excited and I'm a bit of a I'm a Star Wars nerd at heart so who doesn't the the, um, the main the, the main um, character is done by Karen McGonagan. Is it McGonagan? I think um, he's a. Uh, um, he plays the the Joker, or the Joker character. I'm inverting comics there in the Gotham series, and he's a really good actor. Like, yeah. I really like his stuff. Um, so he's there's a solid actor there. There's a solid development team. But let's just hope they can gives a good story and EA don't fuck this up. And we should, we should be fine. Fingers crossed. <laughs> there's a lot of variables yeah. there. 
Yeah, no, no, there's only one big one, and that's EA, really. Yeah, yeah but they've already come out, and yeah, the, the usual stuff that they throw in there. So, yeah. um, while we're talking about EA, <laughs> excuse me, <clears throat> Dragon A4 was a uh, focal point of uh, Kotaku's Jason Schreier last week. After his big breakdown of what went wrong with the development cycle of Anthem, it appears that Dragon Age 4 is having similar issues. So. Yeah, um, once again, like Inquisition uh, was a pretty good game. Uh, yeah. I never played it, but it, it it got a lot of raps, it won a lot of awards. And, you know, um, within Bioware, there's different teams that work on different games. They're not that they just all work from shit from game to game. Yeah. Um, but it, it appears that during the development cycle of Anthem, they actually shut down Dragon Age 4. And moved everybody yeah. over to make sure Anthem got out. I think that was now that was people a going story back. when that happened too, because we, mm. we heard that they were they were bunking down on Anthem yeah. and everything got shut down, and they were like flying developers out to yeah, go I, I do work remember on Anthem. About that. Yeah, and but now they've sort of gone back, and Dragon Age Four has been rebooted, and while having a reboot isn't something that's weird inside game development. Um, most games go through several re- reboots during their development cycle, but let's hope they give time after the reboot to develop the game out fully instead of having that strict deadline with what happened there. Um, where they basically said, okay, we've got this, and then you know, you've got nine months to deliver it, and you get a pile of trash on release. Um, Let's hope and say, okay, let's just push it out two years and let you deliver a game that's worth playing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but as I said, yeah, J- um, Jason Troy, he's got some good contacts. So I, I like reading his articles. He's done the, you know, he's done some good stuff. All right. So, following a little teaser that was buried inside Division 2, it looks like their next Assassin's Creed game will be set in the time of Vikings. Um, it won't be out yes, in 2019. Please. For the yes. love of God, yes. So much yes. <laughs> and who's listening to Monomath while you play this game? That's that's straight away. I've already got my playlist made for Assassin's Creed, the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna listen to Sinua Sacrifice playing it. Yeah. It'd be incredible. And there's another band, um, Highlung. They do a lot of that um, Nordic stuff as well. Yeah. Um, very trippy, not heavy metal sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's not. It won't be out this year. It's not coming out in 2019. We um, haven't even had this confirmed. Out. It's just a tease. Uh, like it could yeah. just be yeah. false. But Ubisoft have a tradition of doing this of kind of teasing one game inside yeah. another. So yeah, it's yeah. all but confirmed. And um, yeah, so it's, it's a good chance this game may be actually a title on our next gen consoles. Um, if they release it towards the back end of next year so um, we can always hope um, I touched on this earlier PS owners can get a free God of War or Avatar and a wallpaper as celebration of the game's first birthday the studio have come out and they've confirmed that there is absolutely zero DLC coming out for the game there's no DLC um, everybody wants a DLC because it was an amazing game but there is no DLC, and the next chapter of the story will be a full game. Um, the lead developer came out and he sort of had discussions saying, yeah, he had a couple of ideas, but by the time they fleshed them out, it was just a game in itself. 
Um, so we saw this with Uncharted, with the um, and where you saw you got the the bolt-on sort of game with the two the two girls. Um, they said, well, it was kind of like that, but bigger again. So they said, well, anything we want to do is just too big and too bulky to even package into a DLC. So um, yeah, all their efforts going into making the next chapter. So from the ending of oh, that game, nice. yeah, anyone who's played that game, seen the ending, will know that the ending threw up a whole heap of what the fucks. Mm-hmm. Um, sure did. And looking forward to the next chapter in the story. Honestly, yeah, I think that that's why everyone was, um, yeah, wanted DLC so badly because there is so much there, yeah, and to even expand on one part of the ending, yeah, I mean, that in itself would be a game. So it'd be interesting to see see the way the direction they take with this because there's there's a few things at play right at the end there, and and any one of those things could be a game in itself. I, I would think it's huge. So, like even you find out. Like if you follow any any of the Nordic law, just finding out who the boy is <laughs> just throws so much in the air. Yeah, you know, like yeah, you know, basically, um, you know, when it, you, you you follow the, the the Norse law and yeah. and you're like, wow, you know, this is just huge. So, um, yeah, so looking forward to that. Um, Santa Monica as a studio, well, they took. The God of War series from where it was, and they took a lot of risks, and they made something absolutely brilliant. So I think we're in good hands yeah. for the future. Um, you'll be excited about this one, Static. We talked about mobile games earlier. Uh, a new Forza spin or Forza spin-off is now available for free on PC with mobile versions soon to follow. Uh, Forza Street was leaked in March, and now has been officially announced and simultaneously released on PC. Though the trailer is branded with the Xbox logo, it doesn't appear the game is planned for release on the Xbox consoles. Uh, Reinforcing, yeah. So um, basically, it's going to be a PC mobile type game, um, and it was yeah, it's kind of like a, a street version. I don't know much more of it. Um, I haven't looked into it. I've I've seen um, seen it all going on, and I've just not looked into it. Um, it's not being met with a great deal of enthusiasm. No, I, I, I can, I can imagine. Um, yeah, I can kind of imagine. I mean, in all honesty, they have enough. They have enough Forza going on with you know, like the Motorsport Seven. They're they're constantly updating that um, with Horizon but Four. I also know. understand there's a fair bit of detail inside these games. It's not just a, a racing game where you just get in the car. You know, no, there's boost, a lot. There's boost tires, <clears throat> boost engine, or whatever else, and you jump in and drive it. There's, there's a lot goes on behind the scenes, from what you've said. Yeah. Um, and depending, so on, yeah, you, you, it is literally in, look, between the two, the two main sort of versions of the game. You can you can play the way you want. You know, if mm. if you're in, if you're a car enthusiast in general, you can play it the way you want. So if you just want to go jump in a car and cruise. You know, you can go do that if you want to build cars to go really fast. If you want to drag race, if you want to yeah. uh, street race, you know, there's there's that many different things inside the game. You know, you can spend your time just doing paints and decals, um, yeah. tuning uh, tuning cars, trying to trying to become like a master tuner where you're trying to get people to download your tunes and your paints and your decals and all that sort of thing. So there's there's a lot of different avenues to go go down. So I, I think they've kind of got it all covered within those two titles. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have to. I have to go and have a look. I've, I've got to do my homework. Yeah. So I'm not talking out of school, but I just can't see the 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 so, um, the need. Why don't what I understand is it's more like an urban street racing kind of game. Yeah. A bit like Fast and Furious kind of feel, I guess. Yeah. Close um, to that Need for Speed kind that's, of feel. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm yeah. thinking. Like, that's yeah, so, that's how I could really picture it. But even I'll, even I'll, something, you know, way, think way back to Midnight Club and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the trailer. It shows, like, you're racing, you're going through streets at night time and shit like that. When's it yeah, out? Um, it's out on PC now. It's out on PC now, and I think mobile soon-ish. I didn't dig that. If it's, if it's um, not already out on mobile now, uh, it, it's not far off at all. Yeah. Um, and I saw some kind of that. upgrade menu, and the, the, the familiar, familiar kind of free-to-play kind of hooks inside these games. Yeah. So you have, like, an energy meter and currencies and that sort of crap as well. Yeah, right. So um, it might be, you know, all these games... Yeah, as long as there's not a filthy paywall, um, you can jump in. You can play, you know, play a couple of games, get out. But they could be fun. It could be. It could be worth a look. Um, I my issue with a lot of the free to play games is they just build a big steep paywall in up front, and you can't get anywhere within the game. Yeah. All right. So, any of you guys ever play Skullgirls? No. Play which? Skullgirls. It was a fighter game. Like Mortal Kombat style fighter. Well, the name's ringing a bell, but I can't. All right, so I, put I have, and it was built by a bunch of guys from a whole bunch of Street Fighter sort of studios. They kind of all got together yeah. and they made their own sort of uh, development team, and they made Skullgirls. Um, it had a really campy sort of sixty theme to it and all that sort of stuff. But um, the fighting mechanics in the game were brilliant. So this team now isn't. On that background, um, their next game is a classical RPG, um, and they've it's being called Indivisible. It's a bit of an oddity for this team. I, t- I read that totally wrong. wrong hey. um, <laughs> I read I read that completely wrong. I'm like, oh. makes invisible. So apparently, a recent hands-on showed uh, Labs Dev Team is mm-hmm. merging their fighting back their fighting game background with a classic. RPG sort of back, um, mechanics as well. Um, so it, the feel that the game is is going to be it's an it's a it's a fighting game. So you get to, it's that arena style fighter like you get with Street Fighter and yep. Metal Alive or Tekken. But there's a whole big pile of RPG mechanics built into the background. So you get to build and develop up your player, your your character, and everything else that go along. So. <laughs> if you like that sort of genre, there might be something to keep an eye on because I enjoyed the Skullgirl games. They were hard, but only hard when you didn't know how to play. If you button managed, they were really difficult. Once you learned the mechanics of the game, they were good. Yep. Um, all right, so the last one, um, well, not the last one, but the last one I have in my paper of truth, is inspired by the sex- success of games like <laughs> PUBG, Fortnite, Apex Legends. Yes. Uh, a very rich person is looking to buy an island and bring a hundred people to it for a real life game of Battle Royale. So basically, IGN, um, the internet's most reputed game re- gaming site, has responded a listing on the luxury marketplace Hush Hush from an anonymous person is looking to hire someone to design an arena for a hundred person Battle Royale game. Contestants will compete with airsoft guns and shots will be detected by touch sensitive armor. 
Under the current plan, competition will take place 12 hours per day over three days until one person remains. Wow. Competitors can camp for the night while food, camping gear and all equipment will be provided to contestants. Doesn't this sound like Hunger Games? <laughs> like, really? I can but see it. people actually dying during this. Yeah. Yes, possibly. Uh, so, at the, the very I've... least, many, many injuries. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll yeah, say, no, like... we'll, finish, we'll finish what we've got here. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially so... the early stages of planning. Um, and... Where are we? Fuck, I've lost it. Yeah, there's no word yet on how to sign up or other particulars like what island or will be used or etc. or what safety measures and rules etc. But basically, there's a hundred hundred thousand pound reward for being number one. So, pretty sure there's a couple of chicken dinners in that. So this is yeah. now for me. This is the big disconnect between video games and real world, right? The guys that generally would be able to whoop everybody's ass inside the video game world. I know. They struggle if you put them on an island with I, a nerf gun. Yeah, I know a hundred people that need to be on that island. And, and <laughs> a, a lot of them are, <clears throat> a lot of them are gamers, but first and yeah. foremost, they are tournament paintball players. Yeah. And yeah, they would yeah, yeah, you, you could put your ninja your ninjas on that island, your shrouds. And they, those dudes would not stand a chance against the, no, the, the yeah, least skilled of these of these people. The interesting thing here is, with that much money at stake, they're going to have to have some real strict rules. Because honestly, I was like, twelve hours a day, right, for three days. Yep. You're going to be camping, so you know you sit down, you wait to see where other people camp, and you move closer to them, get into a spot where you can ambush them. Bam. Yep. Next lot done. Um, also, with a hundred thousand on there, people could get a little extra violent, and um, <laughs> there could be some serious injury or death, especially in those last yeah. few that, that last day. Yeah, if, this, if this comes to fruition, it'll be interesting to watch for sure. Yep. and I'll, I won't not watch it. But this this know. feels like the making of Death Race. Yes. Well, something that like, will be televised. Yeah. This is taking, like, honestly, Hunger Games probably spawned the whole BR genre, to be honest. But, you know, when, when the chick wrote the books, she probably didn't realize that she was, you know, basically someone yeah. picked up the concept of the book and made it into a video game. Well, it's bringing it right home. Now it's going to be yeah. brought back, it's going to be real life, and it's going to be televised. Yeah. And as I said, like, we're not talking about. Yeah, and it said to go do this sort of shit. You got to be pretty physical. You got to be fit. You got to be. You got to have skills. You got to be able to aim a gun. You got to be able to do a lot of shit that doesn't lie inside the normal standard video gamer. Right, you need like tool at set. best pseudo military training just to kind of yeah. get through this. So I mean, like, the camp, the, having everything provided for camping stuff's all well and good, but you're also going to know how to use all that. Yeah, yeah. But you know, think of you know, a fortnight there be a parachute with a crate. That's your camping. Go fight it out, kids. Oh, God, that would be amazing if they did that pop drops. <laughs> you know, that's exactly it. So um, I'd have to do the PUBG crates with the with the with the blue tarp over the top and the red. See, I, I kind of read parachute. this. I kind of I, I kind of read this that all the camping will be brought in. Yeah, like for each night, everybody will be brought in. There'll be like a timer, like an end to call or something yeah, like that, where everybody comes camp. to a, a base camp. 
camp out the night. Everybody gets to chat amongst the, amongst themselves, and the next day the remaining surviving players. I don't know how you control it, but you you yeah, probably just like, restart. You probably restart for us, like a, yeah, get back on your bus and off you go. But they probably just restart it each day. Yeah, as I said, like if they could pull it off, cool concept. But yeah, you're sort of moving the concept There's away. There's a lot of moving parts there to kind yes. of way outside of the realm of video, the video game world that we so used to within these games. So, but well, if the dude's got the money and the interest and he can do it, well, fuck them. But, you know, like it it's, it's, it's one hell of a social experiment. I'd, I'd be pretty... Yeah, inter- definitely. I'd be interested well, to see the results. I don't know if I'd be that interested in watching it. Can't I'd be watching it be our game. I'd be interested in doing it. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd be. I'd, like, as long as I wasn't I'd, the first I'd, one dead, I'd be all right. I'd be. Yeah, I'd be. I'd be down to do this. It'd be fun. Yeah. No, it'd be too. It'd be too physical. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. seriously, you're looking at it. It's like, okay, you're an eye. You gotta shoot. You gotta duck. You gotta dodge. You gotta hide. Yeah. There's a there's a lot involved. It's like paintball on steroids. Yeah, I'd totally be down. This would be amazing. Nah, so anyway, um, yeah, we'll, we'll watch this space on this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I haven't well, anything since this was this was announced like not long or just before we were supposed to record last week. Yeah, yeah. We haven't heard anything more yet, but it could no. it could bubble up in a few months. And well, the, the first first thing it. on that that sort of jumps out at me is the airsoft guns. Here in Australia, they're mm. completely illegal. So yeah, you need true. to fi- you That's need not to, Tasmania. You need to find. Sorry, the it's definitely not Tasmania. Tasmania. No, he's not um, buying Tasmania. <laughs> you know, like so. Just with that in mind, you've got to, you know, you're going to have to find somewhere that is a, a set of laws where they're not, because there's there's places in the world where they're considered toys. Yep. Like yeah, like airsoft guns. You can go into. You have to. Be don't don't, don't quote me on this. Somewhere. It's just just for argument's sake. But you could you could walk into a Walmart buy yourself an airsoft gun. Yeah, not not so much Walmart. I'm I'm talking about a school. I don't actually know that, but um, but there's gel guns. They're actually gel blasters. Illegal in Queensland. They're illegal in Australia. Yeah, you know it's it's the classification of the ammo with them. But you get into a whole you could get into a whole bunch of different technicalities there. But yeah, like an airsoft gun is illegal in Australia. Yeah, that's the classification of the ammo. Um, So you're going to need to find somewhere where they're not illegal at all to start with. Um, how how easy that is, I don't know. But so I mean, I mean, look, national yeah, borders. Well, the, yeah, well, that's a thing too, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not many laws. I'm, I'm not really, I'm not really one that knows much about buying an island, but I imagine they have to. Yeah, there's some paperwork on several, you know. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're some <laughs> so it's 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 yeah. Yeah, it's difficult from the get go. You know what I mean? Like even just the concept. Um, yeah, like there's a lot of moving, a lot of kind of moving parts and variables. Yeah. So you've got to have to yeah. take into consideration before you even have the thing running, um, just to get it go, like just to get the base worked down. Yeah. And then even went, like with all the rules and stuff you'd have to have, and how you're going to regulate them and all that kind of junk. Yeah. But I mean, isn't it weird how um. Yeah, we've watched movies in the past, like Hunger Games, Running Man, Death Race, where yeah. people Man. being pitted against oh, yeah. people for like you know death sport sort of thing and yeah, you know, entertainment. Gonna, yeah, 
it's going around 360 okay it's an airsoft gun so it's yeah the risk of fatality is fairly low but yeah isn't it, isn't it kind of funny that you know we, we watched the movie like the running man the original yeah. running man it's like oh yeah it's crazy look at these people in the future they're savages and now we're like, yeah, we're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those people in the future. Real life. Let's go. Yeah. So right. is is there any is there any way that this is, or has there been any hint that this is going? This could be televised, or are we kind of making wild assumptions? Well, there? I'm guessing if he's going to sink a whole heap of cash, and wants to make cash out of it. You'd think so. Yeah, yeah. It's um, or he's just got a lot of, a lot of Or he's just a gun. really bored rich guy. He's like, hey, let's yeah. get people to fight for the fun of it. Yeah. Well, as I said, generally the the hobby of rich guys is making money. Yeah. Rich. Yeah. Um, so if he's going to sink some money into it, um, obviously he's going to try and he wants to make a revenue stream out of it. Yeah. You know? The other interesting thing about this is it says pounds, the prize money. So you think it's Prince Charles? Could be, it could be it could be in Europe somewhere. <laughs> no, no, they use euros. Yeah, um, Britain doesn't know. No, they use pounds. So uh, maybe they might buy Ireland. Maybe, maybe they might buy Ireland. Yeah, yeah. it'd be held in, in what's that? Potato land. That potato. They can use potato over there. They use spud guns. <laughs> Sorry, Black Rage. <laughs> All right. Um, I haven't got the updated sheet. You go puppies. Um, what else? Yeah, next? I think the only the only thing we haven't got um we we have missed on there is uh, the discless version of the Xbox One S mm. has. You been have to be very careful with the way you say that. You yes. really do. Like, <laughs> do not get with me when I struggle with words. It's just like <laughs> discless. I, I was paying very yes. close attention to the way you said that. Get your S in the wrong spot, and it's a very you bad description. Um, so oh, yeah, they've announced a pre-order for this. Um, yeah. It will be coming in at uh, two hundred fifty dollars USD, uh, which is fifty bucks cheaper than the current Xbox One S. Um, it'll be bundled with uh, digital versions, of course, because it has no disk drive, and it says that on the box twice: um, <laughs> Minecraft, Sea of Thieves, and Forza Horizon Three. Um, and basically, basically all they've done is take out the disk drive. Um, I was watching a video earlier today. They did like an unboxing and actually pulled it apart. And there's just an empty space. All the ports are still available there. Mm. They're just not... They've just taken it out. Um, so the that's, way, that's the where reason the 50 bucks goes. Yeah. Disk drive. Um, the reason they did that is because they wanted to keep... Like, cause they could have like redesigned it and done a new design without... They made it like heaps small, like really yeah. small and really neat. But they wanted to save them the cost so they could make it a cheaper, cheaper alternative option. for yeah, people. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's it you is can buy one of these, and yep. you can get by a disc drive for like twenty or thirty bucks, I think, and um, pull it apart, plug it in, and you've got a fully functioning normal. Basically, Xbox. yeah, yeah. Basically. <laughs> it's it's a really really convoluted way to go about saving thirty bucks. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't, and, I don't think one, anyone would do it. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah I think it, it's it's been aimed at like kind of. Ca- the more casual kind of yeah, things, yeah. or just people that want like um, uh, because I think it's only a one one terabyte hard drive. It's good for the Xbox Live and Game Pass bundle. Terabyte exactly. if you're yeah. going to go digital only. Well, yeah. this all, this all got announced on the same day as well. Yeah, because um, like two terabytes fills up in no time. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, my biggest concern is that they've broken the naming convention. It should have been yeah, Xbox they broke it a while One back then. X 
XS or something like that. Not they got rid of all the X's. So the, it's like, the, the Xbox, ooh, the Xbox what? One, yeah, DLS, <laughs> the Dickless, Dickless. But yes, it's coming out. I think t- probably towards the end of the year. I couldn't find a release date. Yeah. Um, no, no, they haven't yeah. really. Um, I thought May. Was it May? May? I thought May, mid-May. Mid-May or back end of May it was coming out. It's got pre-order um, now. So, They're honestly, there, a while. all jokes aside, this is the console of the future as such. Um, like, we have, we discussed a few episodes ago about, like, what our next-gen consoles may or may not look like, and a lot of the discussion was around not having physical drives as such. Um, Here it is. Um, yeah. So yeah, no. At the end of the day, it's like yeah, this is where it's all going. At the end of the day, we're not going to have discs um, for better or for worse. I know there's a lot of people that like having physical media, and honestly, they may still pander to that market um, as such. Yeah, people still buy vinyl um, and CDs and stuff, but the mainstream of the mar- the media is probably going to go towards more the um, digital download sort of stuff. But for me, they need more competition in that area. So for me to go buy, say, my Sony console without a physical drive, I need to be able to buy games from more than one shop. Yeah. Otherwise, it's monopolization Um, and there's no competition. Um, I need three or four storefronts on my console to which which to go buy games from. Same way I can go do physically. I can go to an EB, I can go to Big W, I can go to Target, I can go to PSN. Um, to buy a game I can pick and choose whichever one suits me best um, I'm not sold on physical meter either here or there um, if they put five shot fronts on my console I don't even need to buy another disc again uh, the way I feel about it so but yeah I think that's where they go in with the whole subscription service as well um, hmm. like you know you pay a certain amount and you have all these things and like the like Xbox the, that is reportedly coming to Switch soon. Yeah, like within a year or so, they're going to be having like Game Pass will be available on Switch. Um, so, also, bringing uh, up Switch with with you were talking about having a monopoly. You buy a digital game on there, it is forever full price. That they rarely have sales. Yeah, no, um, they're terrible. Yeah, so like there are there are games that are a couple of years old. They're still eighty bucks, ninety bucks. Yeah. So like on this Microsoft console as such um you don't have your epic or steam sort of storefronts in which to go buy a game from you've only got the microsoft store yeah in which to be able to buy games from so you've really added your places to purchase your games from um as such that's the only downside i see of it to be honest i said like i I look at it yeah it's a step forward and microsoft honestly are leading this this area they're really trying to open everything up. They want to just get themselves to a wider market in this regard. Um, they're probably less focused on trying to get their hardware sales up and saying, okay, well, maybe we're not going to do that, but let's try and get our games out there. Something I thought Nintendo would have delved into more, um, given the fact the power of their IPs. But, um, yeah, as I said, like, yeah, Microsoft, they've been talking this last 12 months. They've been talking, we want our stores here, we want them here. Um, yeah, they've really focused on accessibility. So, 
yeah. over they, like because I said want... Sony's had some fantastic exclusives this time around. Yeah. Um, whereas Microsoft have been, I think that they've been playing a different game where they're trying to kind of just get as many people using the service as possible because they yeah. that, that, that's I what think... they're pitching for is that digital market now. I think next generation we'll start seeing some more Microsoft, powerful Microsoft exclusives. Um, yeah, definitely. Especially with the studios they've acquired recently. Probably Sony have always had the stronger exclusive suite um, throughout the years just with the library. Um, but, yeah, as I said, Microsoft have been buying up a lot of development teams. Um, yeah, they've got some pretty good horsepower power under their belt so i reckon in the next three years we'll start seeing more than just say the halo or the gears of wars coming out of them you know, the exclusive titles we'll start seeing some really good a story-driven single-player games so, which sony kind of got that that market kind of sewn up with the uncharted's the spider-man's the last of us's and all those sort of gods of wars yeah um, it'd be great to be me sitting over here on the um you know the sony side of the fence going yeah good damn i wish i had an xbox so i'd go play that awesome game that everyone keeps talking about um yeah like god of war or whatever um i believe that microsoft will be there in the next two to three years um in that space so yeah they're definitely making moves yeah and yeah and as i said they've they've made the step the um the no physical drive on your um console the only thing that I have with that is the fact that you don't have a big option to buy from. You can only buy from one shop. Yeah, and they're expensive at the moment too. Yeah, so it'd be nice to be able to say, okay, well, yep, I can I can go without the physical media, but I've got three or four different places I can buy my games from. Um, and once again, I believe this is the next development or the next evolution inside the um, sort of digital gaming world. All right. Um, anything else? No, I think that's about no, it this week. We got it. We snailed it. Babbled on enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's let's wrap up and get the hell out of here, kids. Let's do. All right. So yeah. I'll see you. I'm Dawn of the Dan. You'll find me at Dawn of the Dan on not mixer anymore i forgot to say this at the beginning i've oh. also gone back to twitch oh, i'm all by myself yeah so oh. i dropped the bombshell i think earlier earlier on the week but yeah obviously i, I missed that one mate it's just a one-liner in my discord you <laughs> ah, <right. laughs> <laughs> didn't write a novel yeah yeah um so obviously i've um for me uh, it's the games i play don't have a marketplace or mixer um, I've been obviously everybody knows I've been taking a time off it's summer here and it's hot and it's shit um, or was and so I use that time to do some incognito stuff so I set up a couple of um, secondary accounts did some practice streaming here and there with the games I generally like to play did a bit of market research because um, I'm weird and I found that generally I'm not even surprised though no. No. <laughs> Dan doing research? Never. So, yeah, as I said, I found like the, the games I play, the, the Dark Souls, the Sekiro's, the Path of Exiles, all those boring-ass RPG games, they've got a better market over on Twitch um, for traffic and whatnot. So 
Um, that's my main reason going home. I love the community over on Mixer. There's a lot of friendly people over there. I'm not missing the platform. Yeah, I found I found the the community as far as the friendly community went. It was more the kind of like the creators and streamers and creators were the more friendly part. They were, yes. they were more welcoming yeah, than what you find on Twitch. Fantastic people over there. Yeah. Um, and it, that wasn't you know like as I said, it was none of that. I love the community. I love the platform. Yeah. As a streamer, the platform sings to me. I like the platform better. Um, it's got so much going for it, but the games I play have a market somewhere else. So yeah. I've moved back. I've moved back. Um, yeah. That's fair. Yep. So yeah, that's Dawn of the Dan on Twitch, um, and yeah, uh, what's it? Instagram and Twitter. That's where you'll find me at. Cool. You, you can find me, Death underscore Poppies. Twitter, Mixer, Instagram. I'm not going anywhere. I'm still staying on Mixer, so we're good. I'll, I'll report from my side of the fence. Yep. <laughs> let's get him, let's get him fellas. What was that? So let's get him, fellas. No. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, were you done? Sorry, I, I cut you off. Yeah, I, 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 I did my done. Yeah. <laughs> you did your done? Awesome. Uh, yeah. And I am static as you will find me Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, now, uh, sometimes on YouTube and Facebook. If you're looking for the podcast, you can find us on Twitter at left underscore pod and you can email us, email us, Jesus, gotta slow down step, at two left thumbs pod at gmail.com. I think that about wraps us up. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again next week. Hopefully. We promise. Hopefully. It will be next we're, week. Oh, we're promising. Okay, we're promising. We'll see you again next week. Good. Yeah. We better deliver on that. Um, see you, Blake. Bye. Bye. Love you. Leave a review. So, we'll be back to Hot Cross Buns today. Well done. Made podcast buns. Hot cross buns. That was beautiful. It was, yeah. I hate this time of year. I end up like giving birth to dough babies daily. <laughs> you. Oh, you eat that many hot. Yeah. We, um, yeah. When you make it. Good podcast. So, um, yeah. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>